Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilfert, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. I just want to remind you today that you are not alone. And I'm going to talk about just some of those things we go through as moms every single day with our kids that make us wonder, what in the actual hell? (laughs) Like, am I alone in this crap that I'm going through with my kids? Why are my kids like this? Am I the only one who deals with this with my kids? And I'm just going to put it out there today that you are not alone. Once in a while, I'll talk to a mom about some of the stuff I'm going through with my kids. And she'll kind of look at me. People, you know, once in a while will look at me and just kind of, I don't know if like pretend that this doesn't happen with her kids is right because... It happens with every family. It happens to all kids because they're kids, okay? And I'll give you some examples here as we go. Uh, But in those moments, sometimes I'm like, seriously, like, is it me? Is it me as a mom that, like, that I'm doing something wrong, that my kids are always fighting? And I think it's just that I'm very open about that stuff and not everybody is and not everybody is wanting to admit that or they're not at a place where they want to admit that to other people, kind of that junk that they go through as moms. And so I just have to remember that it's not even them. It's just that like they are more private. Uh, maybe they just have some stuff going on too mentally that they're not ready to share. So just remember that if you ever feel like you're sharing, you know, my kids are fighting all the time and like the mom you're talking to does not empathize or tell you the same things going on in her house. It might just be because she's not ready to share or it might be that she feels self-conscious that her kids do fight once in a while or all the time and so anyway I'm here today (laughs) to lay it all out there and remind you that you are not alone. So yeah kids fighting all the the freaking time. Like best friends, worst enemies. Sometimes you're like, wow, look at how great they're getting along. Don't move, don't breathe because you just don't want to ruin it. And then like literally three seconds later, they're scratching each other and you're like, what happened? I don't know. I don't get it. And it's like they purposely push each other's buttons to make the other one ticked off and when they rebuttal you're kind of like bro like you can't do that and not expect her to get defensive it's just who she is oh it drives me crazy that is one thing that I'm like oh summer's right around the corner like that I I just can't handle that like it makes me lose my mind that that is the instance where I struggle to stay calm because I'm just like you guys, why? Why are you constantly pushing each other's buttons? Like, can't we enjoy our day together? <laughs> uh, sometimes we will have this rule that if you 
kind of say something unkind to the, another person or or you're mean to them or whatever. You have to then say something you like about that person. <laughs> it doesn't always work. But when we're sitting at the dinner table and you're just being a jerk to your sister, nope, you don't get to do that. So tell us three things you like about your sister. And they absolutely hate it. Uh, but they will say, I like her smile. I like she's funny. I like, okay, whatever. Yeah, you're not alone if your kids fight. You are far from alone. <laughs> you are not alone if your kid is an angel at school. It's just so great for his or her teacher and then comes home and immediately loses his mind on you. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I like pick up my kid and like get screamed at almost immediately about something like, why can't I see if Abby and Eva can play? Why can't I have gum? Like, okay, this is great. This this is lovely. I love being screamed at. Uh, but I'm glad I'm your safe place. And that's the thing is that your kids find a safety in you more than anybody else. At least that's the way it is in my house. And it might be with your husband, but most often it's that Kids feel safest at home and with mom, and so they feel like they can let their guard down. In the same way, if you think about it, as moms, as adults, like, we put on a face more easily for neighbors, friends, etc., than we do for our own husband and kids. It's just easier to unleash on our family the feelings that we have going on inside of us not that it's fair, it's just, it's the same for our kids, okay? Just to an extreme because they don't have the same kind of controlled emotions, that emotion control that we have. And so, uh, yeah, finding ways to help them through those outbursts are really helpful. Uh, story that last week, my eight-year-old was just losing her mind on me on the way home. I don't even know about what. But we got home and uh, my 10-year-old and I went in the house and she is just not getting out of the vehicle and that's fine. If she just needs to have her alone time, sometimes she does and that is what we have come to to learn is that like sometimes she just needs to get her feelings out by herself. I'm that way. So anyway, I just, we went in the house and um, she has a gizmo watch so I'm getting texts from her, like, mom, come back outside. I need you. And so I'm just like, at first I'm trying to just help her see if she can, can do it on her own, but she couldn't. And so then I went and I sat in the car with her and we talked about why she had a bad day, quote unquote, bad day in her mind and why she was losing it. And to come to her level uh, as far as like meeting her where she was at and needing me to come outside like that helped her and we came back in and, and she had a snack and calmed down and that's the thing too is that after school outburst a lot of times is because they're hangry they are hungry after a full day of school I don't know about you but my kids don't have a ton of time to eat lunch and they talk to their friends and so they don't eat a ton or if they eat school lunch it's crap and so they aren't full on good stuff. So they come home sometimes and they're just starving, hangry. We all know how it's like to be hangry. It's not great. Our kids are the same. Um, 
And with that, I don't know if this ever happens to you. It kind of depends on what stage you're at. It happened with all of my kids when they were little, right, where they would hit you or bite you or whatever when they're frustrated. As they get older, they kind of grow out of that. Usually, it doesn't always happen. With my eight-year-old, when she gets frustrated, sometimes we get hurt. (laughs) Sometimes she will hit us when she's mad. It's not even that we did anything. It's just the situation she's mad at. She will hit us. She will physically hurt us. And so if you have a kiddo who is physically like that, like just gets so frustrated that he or she takes his anger out on you physically, it sucks. I'm just going to put it out there. It sucks. And it also sucks when you feel like as a mom you're trying to protect your other kids and help that child with his or her emotions to get that frustration out in a healthy way. I always tell her, you can be frustrated. You cannot hurt us. You cannot hit us. You need to help keep our bodies safe even when you're frustrated. And so just reminding her of that, it doesn't always work, right? And so we have things in place to just, she has her own room now, and so that's really helpful. She has a crash pad. She can go punch it, and that has been good. Uh, But in the moment, you know, like especially in the vehicle, it is hard when she just is, she's right next to her sister in our SUV, so she can just reach over and hit her anytime. And so... It's hard. It is hard. And I will just throw it out there. Like it is, it sucks. But again, coming back to you are the safe place. And unfortunately, that means sometimes they say and do things that will hurt you. And it just sucks. (laughs) And it is what it is. And you just help them in the best way you can to feel those feelings in an appropriate and healthy manner right? We, that's one thing I love about our generation. A lot of us are really seeing the value in not shoving feelings down like who we did when we were kids. You get to feel your feelings. You don't have to just stop crying. It's fine. You're okay. Like that kind of crap. I still hear it from people of our generation, but there's this movement for us to be kind of moving away. And that's what, you know, gentle conscious parenting is about is Allowing your kids to feel the feelings no matter what they are, not shaming them for that, but helping them learn healthy methods to release those feelings, right? And uh, so we have just done a lot of work on on that as well. And, you know, even with my 12-year-old, like she's going through hormonal changes and stuff. And so even with her, it's like sometimes she she's an emotional kid. And sometimes she'll be crying in a situation where you're like, why, why are you crying? But we never shame her for that because those are her feelings. And if she feels like she needs to cry, that's valid. Like you can cry. It's okay. Like hormones are weird. If it makes you feel better to cry, then just cry it out. It's okay. Uh, instead of, yeah, that whole shaming thing that we did as kids. So anyway, tangent. Yeah. If you are your child's safe place, you get screamed at, you get hit, you're not alone. If your children appear to be ungrateful little humans, you are not alone. There were a couple weekends ago where I got done with the weekend and I was like, why are you all so ungrateful? (laughs) I didn't like shout that at them or anything, but that's just, my husband and I were just like, man, we did all of these fun things with our kids. And it was like all day long, they were just complaining about things. Like we went to this musical and they complained because of whatever and we made homemade calzones and they were complaining about it taking too long like 
we did a lot of fun things with our kids and all they did was complain. And it's just, it's hard. You don't do things for your kids for them to thank you. But man, does it feel freaking good when they say thank you for something. And sometimes my kids are really good at it. And sometimes they really suck at it. And so if your kids <laughs> ever seem like they're just ungrateful, egotistical little humans, you are not alone. If you have kids who constantly are talking or making noises or just bleh, and you get overstimulated, you are not alone. I have three girls and so it's like there constantly is noise going on. Somebody's either asking me a question and that question is probably, can I have a snack <laughs> for the 800th time today? Uh, one of them is humming. One of them is playing piano. One of them is just making weird grunting noises. Not like in a worrisome way, but just like they make weird noises all the time. Sometimes they respond with a grunt or whatever. Like it's just constant noise. Always wanting to know why. Always wanting to know if they can do something. Mom, can I have a snack? Mom, can I see if the neighbors can play? Mom, what are we doing today? Mom, can I have a snack? mom what's for lunch mom who's taking me here mom can I have a snack mom what's my chore mom can I earn tablet time mom 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 and another one is humming at the same time like la 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 everybody quit talking and leave me alone I do tell them that sometimes I just need a break I'm going up to my bathroom leave me alone for five minutes I am overstimulated. Or I'll, I'll ask, like, no more questions. Not that that works. That's not asking. That's telling. I'll also say, can you please stop humming? I'm just overstimulated right now or whatever. Move myself out of the room if I need to. But ugh, if it's constant noise at your house, constant questions. Motherhood's a good time, isn't it? <laughs> it's so weird. It's wonderful and weird. But, like, man, can it feel so lonely? And... I just don't want you to feel alone in what you're going through. There are so many feelings that come with motherhood and so many unexpected things that you just don't realize you're going to have to deal with. And some of these things is is it. Uh, and a lot of times you just, like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to do. And I don't know. I think it just, it helps to know you're not alone, no matter if you know what to do you know how to help the kids you know how to help yourself you know how to teach them right or wrong or what like obviously you're not gonna teach them wrong but teach them the difference between right and wrong and just all of the things it's a lot and just know that you are not alone you're not alone mama thanks for listening to another episode of the raw mom life podcast if you love anything you heard today share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.